Welcome back to Glitchcast, episode number 31. This week we're talking Incredibles 2. The uh, the long-awaited, I, I don't even know, technically long-awaited, I think it took a long time. years. Um, sequel to one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yeah. One of the best Pixar movies. Um, Absolutely. And uh, yeah, so we both saw it. Did you see it solo? I saw it solo. Um, same, same. And we'll talk about its uh, its sales here before the movie and and everything. But my God, was your theater full? Oh yeah, sold out. Yeah, it yeah. was good that I went alone because I would not have been able to sit with anyone. Else I don't think I would have I been went. able to either. I couldn't find yeah. a seat. I had to squeeze yeah. and jump over people and like <laughs> surrounded by children. Like it was my nightmare. Yeah, I'll get to what was going on next to me, but. Um... You know, didn't detract from the movie too much. Uh, so we'll talk about that, give you the non-spoiler, and then spoiler review. Starting out with some movie news here. The Wonder Woman sequel, Wonder Woman 1984, is that what it is? 1986, 1984? Um, yeah. The uh, the first two official pictures came out as uh, promos this week. One is just um, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, standing in front of like a bunch of TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, But then the other one, and this is a slight spoiler. Yeah, hold on. If you want no plot points... And also a major spoiler for Wonder Woman. Fast forward 30 seconds, because we're going to talk yeah. about something that was shocking to me and a spoiler. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Patty Jenkins, the director of the film, put out the second pick, which shows Chris Pine, yeah. who is was presumably dead um, at the end of the first one. Yeah. He's back. He's in, like, I don't even know what you would call it. We, Some sort of interesting outfit. He's wearing Nike shoes, so he's clearly in the present day. We both thought he was, like, the MVP of that movie. He was really cool. Oh, we yeah. were, like, we were hoping he'd come back and kind of thought he would, but he's mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And, and there's there's speculation going on. Everyone's like, well, it could just be, like, a like a weird, like, dream nah. kind of trip. And nah. I was like, well, well, like, Wonder Woman isn't in that picture. It's just him, like, kind of looking out of place and confused um and then other people were saying that it could be like oh it was actually his character's grandson or something like that and it's like that would be the stupidest shit in the world that's like a crazier idea than shia labeouf playing his own dad in a biopic (laughs) oh wait that's happening (laughs) yeah shocked to see him back we'll uh, we'll have to see what that's all about yeah um i just want to get a picture of uh of Kristen Wiig as yes, the Cheetah Woman. I need to see that. Like, how are they going to pull this off without it being goofy? <laughs> yeah, I know. Gonna look ridiculous. Gonna look like when uh, Maureen Ponderosa and It's Always Sunny yeah. started turning into a cat. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, next up, Ewan McGregor has been cast to play Danny Torrance in the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep, which is coming from Mike Flanagan, who made Hush and. Yes. Um, Oculus and Gerald's Game and other um, stuff. Yeah, yeah, some other stuff. But he's good. Uh, the, pretty, a a good Ouija movie, right? As well. Oh yes, he made yeah. the second Ouija movie, which um, was way better than it had any right to be. Yes, yes. Um, I I don't really know what's going on in the Shining sequel. For some reason, I feel like I read that there were like vampires or something. Really, I haven't read much about it. I mean, obviously. The Shining is like a classic, and yeah. hopefully it does it justice. It doesn't tarnish it after all this time. But yeah, in Ewan, we trust. Yeah, from from what I've read is that it's not exact. It's like it's not a great book, mm. but like it's it's cool because it's like it's a Shining sequel, and it's still Stephen King. But like apparently, it's like not that great. There's some stuff that really works, but there's other stuff that's like kind of weird. Apparently, the villains in it, or whatever the villain is the people that read it said like the kind of falls off doesn't really work well so i guess i mean i just i i don't know like what a sequel would be like if yeah like is he just like returning to the don't know overlook maybe maybe we should go in blind and just uh it's so hard to do these days yeah i know it's impossible especially for us you have to spread the news to the masses you know it's true (laughs) (laughs) um next up another sequel that is long awaited in a way uh glass is the sequel to unbreakable and split um from m night Shyamalan. samuel jackson said that he had no idea that the sequel was being planned and had no idea that split was related to it related to unbreakable at all and then like m night forced him to go see it or something then he saw it and he was like oh my god (laughs) was that your samuel jackson impression yes oh my god uh this (laughs) 
blows my mind. Like, what if... So, M. Night Shyamalan's planning this, and what if he then calls Samuel L. Jackson, like, a month after the movie? He's like, hey, like, we're doing this extended universe now, and Samuel L. Jackson's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I hated filming. I hate working with you. You're a hack. Like, you would think you'd get, like, hey, would you be down if I did this before just doing it? You can't, yeah, it feels re- like- you can't recast Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, certainly it feels like something that you would probably want to, you know, check on beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Not just kind of be like, drop of the hat, like, hey, we're doing this, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, he didn't even say, hey, we're doing this. He said nothing. Yeah, I know. And said, yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> M. Knight's greatest twist. Oh, yeah. Got it on Samuel <laughs> Next up, uh, more sequels that no one wants. Um, well, I guess these would technically be the only sequels out of the past two that no one wants. Uh, <laughs> Zoe Saldana has already finished filming Avatar 2 and 3. Okay. Um, right. I, I believe... Uh, were they were they supposed to be like shooting all like four of the sequels back to back to back to back to back? I or think like... so. Yeah. I think because they're doing 2, 3, 4, and 5? Yes. Jesus Christ. That's the plan, I guess. That is so much Avatar. Overkill. And one one avatar is too much avatar. <laughs> we we love to hate on Avatar. Uh, I don't know anyone that actually likes the movie. I talked to it pe- was like, like cool for the yeah. I there cool. I, I interrupt people and I'm like, listen, did you like Avatar? And they're like, yeah, it was fine. I don't I don't think about it. Like exactly. Yeah. Oh, um. So I got I don't know. I guess that's cool. Juliet Zoe Saldana is the only um actor or actress that has been in. Two two billion dollar movies. I uh, I saw that headline, with, and that's uh, good Avatar for her. I really like her. War. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Obviously, like both of those movies are you know parts of larger casts, so it's not like she's like the I mean like everyone's gonna put Zoe Saldana in their movie now to make two billion dollars. But uh, it's also funny that in those two movies she is painted like she has a different body color. Yeah, I can't wait for her to join the, the Star Wars universe and just be painted again because <laughs> you know they will. Or she'll play, like, a Jar Jar female character or something. Oh, that would oh, be great. She, if anyone <laughs> could do it. It's our girl, Zoe. Uh, <laughs> next up, Comcast has bid $65 billion for the uh, 21st Century Fox assets and, like, the the, uh, the Fox channels and TV shows and stuff like that that Disney is vying for. Um, Comcast essentially did this. They were waiting to do this because uh the AT&T Time Warner merger went through so they saw like they they have a good chance at being able to get these these Fox assets as opposed to like getting shot down by antitrust laws. Mm. Um this is like uh, I I don't know if this is more than what Disney offered. I assume it is. Co- the the Comcast CEO and Bob Iger who's Disney CEO apparently have like this like weird feud with each other and oh. there's hate each other's guts they're always like doing this kind of stuff obviously like that's a good business move if you're comcast you kind of want those assets and stuff but um no one wants comcast to get it Mm -hmm. um so i guess it depends on if disney makes a better bid or or what it looks like disney was a stock based 52.4 billion deal so this is bigger and i think i read that it's cash as well this is yeah this is I forget what it was. Yeah, it's either cash or debt based or some yeah. something like that. Um, I mean, whoever I don't, gets, I mean, that's good. Nobody, yeah, nobody wants Comcast to get it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Comcast deserves nothing. They deserve more. nothing. <laughs> I think that I think the most ideal thing would probably just to be break up the assets and give some to Disney and yeah. some to Comcast, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any way that either of these deals would get shut down by antitrust laws because the antitrust laws haven't done Jack. I feel like ever all so. of their like trash news stations and stuff would fit right in at trash Comcast. So they can have all the trash and Disney can have the good stuff. Yeah. True. I'll allow it as the presiding judge over this case. Uh, next up, John Bernthal, who is from The Walking Dead, plays the Punisher in the Punisher TV series, uh, Shane. Um, Shane. He is going to be playing Lee Iacocca, a oh. Ford marketing executive um, and future head of Chrysler in the Ford versus Ferrari movie um, that stars Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Um, oh. So this is, the film tells a true story of an eccentric, determined team of American engineers and designers led by automotive visionary Carol Shelby, who will be played by Matt Damon, and his British driver, Ken Miles, played by Christian Bale, who are dispatched by 
Henry Ford II, with the mission of building from scratch an entirely new automobile with the potential to potentially defeat the perennially dominant Ferrari at the 1966 World Championship. I like it. I'm, first time hearing of this movie. Sounds great. Yeah, sounds awesome. Um, and that's a that's a great cast. Those are two good headliners. It feels nice to see Matt Damon kind of. I don't. What was the last like good serious Matt Damon role or movie? I feel like he hasn't like The Martian maybe, but the I don't Martian. even know like if yeah. I could cons- like. I mean, it was considered a comedy at the Golden Globes. So yeah, that's but true. Before that, I don't even like know. We I bought think a zoo. It, with the <laughs> downsizing, which was apparently really terrible, weird and yeah. terrible. Yeah. This this sounds like it'll line up for him. Is this the first time we've seen Damon and Bale in a flick together? Like I think so. Two juggernauts. I like it. I think so, yeah. Huge. And Bernthal is everything he's in is good, it feels like. So Always welcome. Yeah. Yes. Um, next up, last movie news story of the week is a The Rock Dwayne The Rock Johnson news story. So a couple months ago, um, his movie Red Notice was uh, in quite the bidding war between a bunch of companies. Apparently, it was like one of like the biggest sales for a spec script like mm. ever. Um, and so, called Red Notice, it's an action thriller. Um, Ross and Marshall Thurber, who directed Central Intelligence with The Rock and <laughs> Kevin Hart, and oh directed Sky, or is, yeah, it is directing the upcoming Skyscraper movie. Oh God, God bless. Okay. Oh, um, the Rock is going to be starring in it, obviously. Gal Gadot has been cast to uh, be in this with The Rock. The Rock said he had a vision board with her name on it in his gym, and th- his his vision is just coming true. I'm so interested in what else is on his, his vision board. Yeah, what's a vision board? <laughs> I don't know. I think he just writes his writes names on there. Because oh. he posted a picture of it one time, and it said, like, Chris Pratt as well. So, um, but this movie is about... Uh, an Interpol agent who is after the most wanted art thief in the world. I don't... I think... I'm assuming The Rock is going to be the Interpol agent. I don't think Gal Gadot is going to be the art thief. Probably just, like, a supporting, you know... Hopefully it's Chris Pratt. Or something. That would be amazing if it yeah. was Chris Pratt. That would be sweet. Um, but, man, The Rock's vision board. I need, I need that. I want to befriend The Rock, first off. You know, for no reason other than just getting my ideas on the vision board. And yeah, we, we got to start our own vision board and see what yeah, happens. I guess, I guess so. Just a chalkboard that just has like one large name written on it at a time. Yes, yeah, if we can get in the in his gym. Too, see if we can so get Chris weird. Pratt on this podcast. <laughs> uh, that's it for movie news. Uh, two quick TV news stories this week. Uh, Lucifer, which was canceled um, at Fox, or no, that was NBC, um, has been revived at Netflix. Oh, yeah, it was Fox. Um, so, yeah, Lucifer revived at Netflix. Netflix just come through. So many more shows. Stuff, just bringing it back. It's, it, it, it is impressive how many shows, like, are getting canceled and, like, are just being just willed back to life. Yeah, is this, to me, maybe I just haven't been in tune in previous years, but this seems like the year to get the axe and to come back and to come back with, like, more publicity like i bet more people are interested now that like netflix picked it up and are gonna be like yeah mm-hmm. i'll check this out i watched an oh, episode yeah. or two kind of cheesy but i've heard it's got a following i think i think like that kind of show is best suited for netflix too because on netflix i it's more likely for me to pick up like a not great show just like a cheesy kind of show and kind of just like let it run yeah as versus tune to, like, in every week yeah yeah yeah, no, like, no one wants to do that, but, like, with someone with, like, this, like, I can throw it on for two or three episodes at a time, not really pay attention, yeah. and it works, yeah. so I think it's a good move. Um, last news story of the week. Millie Bobby Brown leaves Twitter after she, uh, I don't even know how this makes sense, after becoming a homophobic meme, so people were <laughs> just, like, tweeting out memes of her, like, p- uh, pictures of her with, like, homophobic phrases and stuff like that like plastered they were basically editing pictures of her making it look like she sent out snapchats and the text was like i hate yeah yeah it was just like what the hell is wrong with people and this is coming up a couple weeks after kelly marie tran deleted her instagram over harassment from you guessed it star wars fans who think she (laughs) ruined the movie um good god like what is wrong with people I don't know. People just first off, like the Star Wars fandom is 
problematic at times. Like, people get way too serious over that. And then just, like, doing this to, like, this, like, young girl, like, early teenage girl. She's already super, like, over-sexualized by, like, corners of the internet. And so yeah. is Finn Wolfhard. Like, people are talking about them, like, how beautiful they are. And, like, yes, they're good-looking kids. They're actors. They're probably going to grow up to be good-looking teens and adults. But, like, can we stop talking about that? Like, what the... F- so weird and like so what why, why go after her and make like yeah come on yeah she, what'd she i think she do to i think she is part like i think i read she's part of like leading um like op like for like non-for-profit charity organizations that are like it gets like mm-hmm. it gets better like groups like that yeah and just to to flip that on her and, and to spread this is just jesus christ yeah that's uh it's ridiculous be better people uh, that's it for news this week. We have two trailers. First up, The Nun, the uh, the Conjuring spinoff movie, uh, which is going to be directed by Corin Hardy, who made uh, The Hallows. Oh, I, that one was, yeah. that one was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, starring uh, Tessa Taisa Farmiga. I don't Ta- even know how you say Ta- her. Ta- I, don't, yeah. I don't know how you say her first name. Who is Vera Farmiga? Who is in The Conjuring? Uh, that's her sister. It's not like her daughter I know. or niece or something. That They're twenty three years mind. apart. <laughs> sister, ridiculous. wild. Um, but uh, Farmiga plays a young nun at this. I don't know, whatever. Um, and it's like set like I don't know, like a long time ago, like eighty yeah, years Victorian ago. Ages or something. Yes, um, like super long ago, and she starts having like these visions and is getting haunted by by the titular nun. First um, off, sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> this summer, The Nun. Um, second of all, did you did the version that you watch start with like The Nun? Watch till the very end. Oh, oh, it did, and I didn't because don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to get some stupid jump scare at the end. That is, and that's earned. all it was. And also, why ruin it? By say by telling you yeah. to watch, like we yeah. we know the formula for a scary movie trailer. Okay, every <laughs> single one of them has a jump scare at the end. We know it's coming. Ridiculous. Also, it's so just... w- I mean, what'd you think? This did nothing for me. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it looked fine. It had it had a good creepy atmosphere, and um, they used some of like the similar conjuring camera tricks. It, yeah. fe- it felt like in in some shots in the trailer. So. Um, you know, it worked out. They did like the they did the nice like fake out jump scare where it was like the uh it was like the faceless nun walking behind her. She yep. turns around, looks, and then the nun comes out from another corner. So it sounds like you did watch to the end. No, no, no. Is there was one, that the was that, that the that's end? That's it. Yeah. Oh, there was nothing. Well, there was like, like there was after like fifteen seconds after the there was nothing. title card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lame. Yeah. Well, they didn't get me to watch whatever the ad was yeah, at the end. There's some other ad. Yeah, bastards. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it looks fine. I'm going to see it. I, I like the Conjuring movies, so... See, I'm not the biggest fan of them. I, I don't get to... Like, like, ghost movies do nothing for me. And I guess it's kind of demon-y, too. But, uh, we'll see. I, I like I like the Taysa Farmiga gal mm-hmm. in uh, American yes. Horror Story and 1 and 2, I guess. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think she was in 2, but she's good, so we'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Uh, and then next up is the, uh, teaser trailer for Dumbo. <laughs> From Tim Burton, starring uh, Colin Farrell. It also has um, Michael... God, why can't I think of his name? The uh, Vulture in Spider-Man. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. 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 yeah um, there wasn't really that much to this teaser. Super short. Um, yep. It was a very, it was very teasery teaser. And uh, I don't know. I just don't know if I can get on board with What do you uh, think about... This. It's going to be like Lion King, Aladdin, and Dumbo, I think, all in one summer. Live ad- oh, live yeah, adaptations. Like, what are they doing? Like, space it out know. a little yeah. bit. Like, Spread that out. I feel over like you got to put, like, put, like, one of those as, like, a Thanksgiving movie or something. I feel like that would rake in money. Yeah. I don't remember um, Dumbo. Am I going to be super sad? Apparently. Like, is this I a Bambi I situation? Really, I don't really remember Dumbo all that well either. Apparently, it was, like, a really short movie. It was only, like, 67 minutes or something. Oh. When it, like whatever the animated version um i don't know i i don't know a lot about dumbo yeah he's i i don't know he's a, a little baby elephant a circus that can picks fly. him up yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i guess there were people in the reddit thread for this teaser that were like arguing about um 
they're like, feels like they're not going to focus on Dumbo in this, this bullshit. It's like, wow, Dumbo stands out here. I didn't know, like, people really were, like, fanning for Dumbo that hard. Well, yeah, well, how much can you focus? you got to focus on the circus itself a little bit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Dumbo can't can talk. Dumbo, can, no, yeah, no. exactly, can Dumbo talk? So it's just going to be him, like, <laughs> like, for 67 minutes. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. People just gotta have a problem with everything uh that's it for trailers this week let's uh let's talk about amazon quick we're moving pretty fast yeah. um so do you order through amazon uh i've been known to yes <laughs> as 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 most people are um you can help us out when you order through amazon if you simply type in glitchup.com slash amazon whenever you're planning to go to amazon uh just type that into your uh url hit enter you're taken directly to Amazon, and then just do all your ordering needs through there. We get a small little kickback at no extra cost to you, uh, just by you know being the the vessel that takes you to Amazon. And uh, yeah, we get a little bit extra. You can also help us out by going to um, glitchbook.com/support, where you can find the Amazon link. Uh, we have a Patreon link on there, um, which you know just donations straight up, and then uh, T Public store. Where you can get some dope merchandise. Um, Just had, a uh, side note, we both quit our jobs this week. We're going to do this full time, <laughs> so we really, really could use that. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. We didn't do that. But yep. tiny, tiny little kickback. And uh, the more you spend on Amazon, the better chance whatever canceled show happens that uh, happens to you, Jeff Bezos could pick it up. Yep. Yeah, that's a good call. You're help- helping yourself and helping mm-hmm. us. You mm-hmm. can't, can't beat that kind of deal. Um, all right. Time for Incredibles 2 Talk. So let's let's talk about the ticket sales first before we even get into the room. I was blown away when I walked into this theater. So <laughs> it it was a matinee sold, show too. It has sold 180 million dollars in tickets, which is incredible. First off, um, but also that's like that is the record for an animated movie. Obviously, I think that's I think it beat Finding Dory. I think was the one that had the record before, and Finding Dory was like 30 to 40 million dollars mm-hmm. less than that. Um, I, that is, it's insane, and I think it's partially helped by the fact that, you know, it has been 14 years, and I think the first one's pretty beloved, and, like, like me and all my friends, like, wanted to see it, and were excited about this movie coming out, because we love The Incredibles, so. Yeah, and people, you know, like, people have grown up, and they have their kids, like, they're bringing yep. kids to this movie, it's timed really well on a Father's Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good move, and, uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, I had gone and gotten a haircut, and there was a theater like right in like the the like the center there, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna get out of my haircut. I'm gonna walk over, movie pass it, get in there. And the theater was where uh, you reserve seats, so I was like, okay, I'm kind of risking a little bit. And so I was checking it, and there were two showings. Uh, it was at like 3:40 and 4:10. So I was like, even if one is sold out, I can just hit the next one. Both of them only had like single seats, like to get there was Corner, no t- front, t- yeah. seats together. Luckily, I was able to get like one that was like, uh, like the the front row of like the back section and yeah. just like on the on the aisle, which was perfect. I was so, so happy. I was that. in a stadium seating, the one with like three hundred seats, non-reserved, and I walked in and I think I got one of the last seats available. And oh luckily, it was in a prime spot, but it was packed to the brim kids everywhere excitement there's people clapping the whole time you know little bastard kids sniffling and sneezing and laughing and stuff but uh my god i i didn't see it coming yeah no it was uh it was crazy um all right let's uh let's let's non-spoiler review it now uh all right so incredibles 2 actually picks up like right after the ending of the first incredibles with the underminer you know going crazy and um uh, basically, what's what starts off the the plot of the movie is the fact that they they don't catch the underminer and they also cause some destruction in the city by trying to stop him. And you know, superheroes were illegal and they're still illegal, and so they have to you know kind of figure out where to go from there. And then Bob Odenkirk's character comes around and offers a a chance for them to come back into the light by placing, you know, POV cameras on them so people can see what they're doing when they are fighting crime. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about this movie? 
a kind of a Sokovia Accord situation there, kind of a parallel mm, to the yes, Avengers. Yeah, um, yeah. Supers, I mean, they were claiming in the movie, in, in this movie, that they were doing more damage than they if they just didn't do anything, which kind of... It takes me out of it because, like, obviously, you you would want the superheroes to fight, but I understand they got yeah. they got to do a plot, they got to build a plot device. Uh, I thought it was more of the same, and that's not a bad thing. I don't think they took too many risks in this movie, and you know they didn't really th- show me anything too new or anything I hadn't seen before. As far as like the powers, the, the action was incredible, uh, uh-huh. but it was more of more of a really good thing. You know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was surprised at certain things in the story. I thought they were gonna go more uh, like topical kind of like societal problems with it and kind of try and connect that way. And I think that I, they didn't really do that. Um, I was kind of surprised. They hinted that, at kinda, it. Yeah, they kind of yeah they kind of set it up like they could. The the, the plot like could have easily been tied in, but they went a different route, which was fine. Um, but it was entertaining. Um, it was it, they were actually like a little bit more serious moments than I was kind of expecting, especially mm-hmm. just like it, there was, Oh my God, there was actually a scene where I was like, what is happening right now? I was like, this is this. First off, this is, feels very violent. And yes. like, but um, it goes, and to of some course, like places, kid, yeah. kid, kids were like, kids were like laughing like crazy. I was like, Oh, no, this is bad right now. <laughs> Come on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's good humor um, sprinkled in. It wasn't like overkill with kitty humor and stuff like that. Um, which I, I will say that is what I was worried about because like baby humor does nothing for me. Obviously you yeah. like probably the same for you. Like I can forgive it if it's like a funny little animal, but a ba- I yeah. just, it doesn't do anything for me. And I, I was really glad and really actually liked Jack Jack and his powers and that they didn't go to, you know, poopy jokes left and right. They actually did really well with him and I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Brad Bird, man, who directed Dude. and uh, wrote this, he he is a goddamn genius with this. Um, he has such I, an eye I, for action and man. I, yes, I know the 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 action sequences and scenes were so well done, so inventive. The the way that yeah. he utilizes the 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 whatever the superpowers that each person kind of has the stuff that he was having like elastigirl do i was like so shocked that they were doing it was like you would never see like reed richards do that yeah. in a fantastic four movie and it's like same power and, uh, and it's i was just, just elasticity was, like what do you do with that and they were doing yeah. things and using physics in a way that i was like oh that actually makes sense and is really cool and we've never seen anything like that yeah yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, no, and it was just, like, the entire movie, I was surprised at, like, what they were doing, and it, it made it feel fresh and even more interesting to watch the action that was unfolding. Yeah, and I thought the pacing was really good. Um, there was mm-hmm. never a point where I was bored. Like, I was pretty hungover today, went out last night, karaoke barred it up, my voice is a little coarse, and um, I was kind of in the same boat during Hereditary, and the first act of Hereditary last weekend, I was, like, almost falling asleep but this movie you know i was enthralled the whole time there wasn't too much downtime action scenes left and right it was a lot of fun from the pacing standpoint yeah definitely um the incredibles theme or like the score oh, the, so the, good the main theme the main theme is so so, so good. good i forgot like how great it is but uh even even frozone has like his own like little theme <laughs> yeah. that they that they played too i didn't realize it but it's also a really good one um I will say Frozone, a little underutilized. Yeah. I was a little sad about that. Very but, underutilized. Uh, he, I, don't think, I don't think he was like – he might have even gotten like the same amount of screen time or whatever scenes in this as he did in the first yeah. one. But I think he was less funny in this yeah. one. He didn't really get any good lines. So Why hasn't he divorced his wife? They obviously <laughs> – they hate each other. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. You know, he needs someone to come home to when he isn't uh, out freezing. What uh, What can we criticize about this movie? Any Anything you didn't like? To me, I thought the villain was kind of weak. Um, um, nothing really. Yeah, I, I think enthralling about the villain. Yeah, the villain was whatever. And when they explained the villain's, you know, motives or yeah. reasoning, it was kind of like, okay, all right, sure. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was kind of a letdown and. Yeah, no, part of it was because they didn't really – it's kind of hard to get into without spoiling personally for me. Um, But I I will say the the screen slaver kind of character – when the, when they had their moments, there is there is a fight scene with that with that villain, and that was a great scene. So First, it was kind of terrifying. Yeah, like, that's like my second bad thing with the movie. I had to literally close my eyes and put my hand over my eyes because I, one I had read that people were having seizures because they didn't edit it in a way that was like kind to people with epilepsy 
and I was hungover. I'm putting my eyes. I'm like, oh, I can't do all this flashing. It's killing me. Um, but those that that fight scene was intense. From what I what I did peer through my little fingers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't really think of anything else that I uh, really had a problem with outside of just what I said at the beginning, where it just kind of feels like they could have done a little bit more of like like a more of a deeper I thinking kind of writing and plot and stuff. I haven't seen the first one in a long time, but isn't it a similar plot? Like, isn't the mom the stay at home and he's out there doing stuff and she's kind yeah. of resentful? Yeah, it is. It so is, yeah. they had 14 years to write this and they kind of just re- retreated that storyline? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I would love to see it again. Like, perfect summer blockbuster movie. Oh, yeah. With, it, with yeah. That isn't just explosions and stuff. It actually mm-hmm. has heart and is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, all right, grades. I'm gonna give it an A minus. Um, just the pacing was on point. The, the the action is just a joy to watch. I can't wait to watch it again. But uh, kind of weak villain and uh, kind of storyline we've kind of all seen before. What about you? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm teetering on the the B plus A minus range, leaning a little bit more A minus. I think the first Incredibles is an A plus yeah. movie. Um, and this like. This isn't. I don't think it's it's close to that, but it's still really good, and really fun, and um, you know, just just certain genius behind it that just got me going. When's so, the last time you yeah, watched the first one? Um, because I really noticed how visually better this movie looks. It looks incredible. Um, yeah, it does. Uh, I think I watched the first one back in April. Mm. Um, this last April it was the last time I watched it, and it holds up. Yeah, but yeah. No, this one definitely looks. It's looks so pretty. Really good. It's so yeah. pretty. Yeah. Some of the effects, <laughs> some of the effects that the the their additional superheroes kind of show up in this movie. It's kind of a spoiler, but yeah. uh, really really cool effects on all the the new powers and stuff. So really a joy to watch. Um, I can't believe I didn't bring this up yet. Uh, the the short oh. before the movie. What in God's name? I was gonna bring was that, that up in spoilers because we should just talk about it. Let, let let's save it for spoilers. But there's right. an intro short that is weird as hell and it not is. good. In my it opinion. is it is wild. I was sitting there and I was like, "What is going on?" I was like looking around. Um, all right, so A minus for Incredibles two from both of us. That's it for non spoiler talk. Spoiler talk starts now. Let's talk about that short. <laughs> what? what? I, why? 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 I was. It's. I'm so confused. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, why? But. Um, <laughs> It, it, she's making pierogies or something, and the pierogi yes, comes to yeah. life. Yep. And I get at the end, it's like an analogy for her missing her son. Yeah. But was it all in her head? When she ate that thing, there were kids in the audience like... <laughs> like, kids were creeped out by the short. Yeah, And I know. parents were like, <gasps> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was really confused, like, when she ate it, and then, like... Like what am then I watching? The son, the actor, the real son showed up. Also, the husband, like terrible. Why, husband. why wasn't the the husband was just a bad man, like not yeah. helpful. But then at the end, he was like, "Oh, your son's here. Just shove him in." And then I was like, "Fine." It's I, your it son so too, confusing. Dad. Um, yeah. And also, when they're like connecting over dinner, his head is turned and he's just watching TV, <laughs> and he's like nowhere in the short, like consoling his wife. <laughs> like he's a horrible oh, man. man. And like, so weird. The design of the kid was just like this big, fat-headed. I yeah. just didn't. Yeah. I usually love the shorts, and this one did not hit with me, or judging from the audience's reactions, anybody. Oh my god! Yeah, they've uh, they've they've not been doing well in their past two uh, Pixar shorts oh, yeah, here. Coco this short. one, and then like the forty-five minute Frozen short. <laughs> short. I'll, I'll give in quotes. I'll give this one credit. It was short. Yeah, yeah. So. Thank God. I don't know if I could have watched it much longer. No. They just look so weird. Yeah. Um. All right. Spoilers. Um. What I actually they never came back to the un to, to the underminer or whatever he's called. Mm-hmm. Um. Like he got away. I thought that I thought he was gonna come back at some point and he didn't. Main villain in Incredibles three confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Lock I it up. So. Yep. Guess so. Um. What what I was talking about with the the weird like. The, a drop off in where they could have done some sort of topical metaphorical work or something 
was with the cameras. I thought I thought it was going to be something about like like telecommunication companies spying on us yeah. or something like that. And that's like I was expecting Bob Odenkirk's character to be the villain, and like that's what it was going to turn out to be. But then like as the scenes went on, I was like, okay, well, it's cl- I guess it's not going to be about like privacy or anything like that. And then it just turned into just standard. Oh, someone wants like revenge because of something that happened. So see, I thought they were going to go more like preachy with the stop staring at screens and letting screens control your life. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they touched on that a couple times. The villain yeah. did a little speech about that. Luckily they didn't yeah. get too preachy with it, but yeah. uh, I would have liked to see him explore something like that or yeah. what you said. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, I was surprised that they kind of, yeah, that they didn't go either of those routes. Um, something that would go over the kids heads, but like we would but appreciate. We yeah. yeah. It would, yeah, um, something that makes it a little bit more. Speaking of Bob Odenkirk, I was, kind of expecting him to be the villain and I was relieved when he wasn't but yes. I also saw who the villain was coming from a mile yeah. away which whatever yeah. yeah yeah that was that was a little bit of a disappointment just because it was it was so easy to to forecast and see that like that's what was going to happen that yeah. it was going to be either one of them or both of them working together to do it um I would have liked, you know, a little bit. Yeah, it just would have been nice to have like a little bit more of the the actual villains like reasoning or backstory, or at least like get into it a little bit more. Because I know they think that they were probably trying to be sneaky, and they thought like that was going to be like the good twist. But like it, that's yeah. it's it just like it that's it's it doesn't work as a twist because like we saw it coming, and also now we don't care about this villain anyways. It's like, you can do that where you like do like a bait and switch on a villain and they don't have much backstory, but like it didn't work here because we already knew like that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I think that's what held it back, man. Uh, that's what kept it for like a, a minus two and a, or maybe an a plus is weak villain. I just didn't care. Like she, why didn't she, she should have powers. Like I like give her powers or something to make it a little more interesting. All she was doing was kind of being a puppet master. And she literally said, I'm just the, she said something like, I'm just the crazy behind the puppet. Like, yeah. something like that. She literally spelled out that she yeah. was the villain long in the, in the first act, I think. Yeah. Also, I was trying to put my freaking finger on who voiced her. I thought it was Rashida Jones. I thought it was Scarlett Johansson. It's Catherine Keener from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, really? And other stuff. Yeah. Mm. I was convinced it was Rashida Jones, but I was like, oh, no. She had that Pixar falling out. Maybe it's not her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out either, and I just, like, at a certain point, I was like, I'm giving up. I can't, I can't focus on this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is going to ruin the movie for me. <laughs> um, I wished um, I wished there was more uh, Edna Mode. Yes. Would have liked she a little bit more of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, steals steals all the scenes. And I, know, I, did, and I, know, I did, like... Go ahead. I did, like, like what they did do with her. I liked what they did. Yeah, um, she was but, hilarious. Yeah. The her her babysitting Jack Jack was great yeah. and literally I just I never thought I'd say this but I could have used more Jack Jack he was fantastic in in the little random outburst he was just such a yeah. wild card the first the first outburst that he has where he's fighting the raccoon best I was like, scene in the movie I thought I was I was like oh my god they're gonna let this baby fucking murder an animal right now <laughs> yeah it got like, dark the raccoon didn't even do anything wrong it was just Maybe eating garbage a full chicken leg yeah. in your garbage and like the jack jack is just like going crazy <laughs> there's there's a couple there's a couple moments not just with jack jack but also dash where they both like are like very kind of murderous even, yeah murderous like when when fire the rockets yes what a was, maniac like, like, chill out yeah. wow i mean eight, like six-year-old seven-year-old eight-year-old kids are just like that but yeah. still like he's a superhero he should know that there are consequences to firing yeah. rockets yeah <laughs> when the when the, when the raccoon was stuck in like the chair or umbrella and you see yeah. him coming in like his flame jack jack <laughs> yeah. and the raccoon just like <laughs> <laughs> just his expression had me in stitches. I I could have used more of that fight. It was fantastic. Um, I felt like the uh the whole the the whole Violet subplot with the 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 boyfriend or not even the boyfriend but like the 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 guy. Yep. I didn't like that. It just felt like they wanted to like have Violet tied in, and they. I am like glad they did didn't that. do too much of that. They did it. Yeah. They did. Enough where I was like, oh, come on, don't make it about a boy. A girl likes a boy. But yeah, they didn't go too far in it, but I agree. It was, it was weak. She it did, just she felt like they threw it in there because they needed something to do, you know, to to boost up the other side of the story at the at home side of the story as opposed yeah. to, you know, what was going on. Over and it there. did it was feel like, kind of disconnected. Every time she was doing something really cool, they'd flash back yeah. to the less intense but still funny uh, family life at home. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like two different movies until the third act, and obviously everybody comes together. 
Yeah. Um, what did you think of the other heroes? I thought the puking guy was pretty funny, and the owl oh was just God, weird. Yes. Like the owl was haunting. <laughs> like, also, I guess there are aliens and like non-human people in this universe now. I don't remember anything like that from Incredibles one. Like, either do I. Yeah, so it's not just people that have superpowers. It's like weird beings yeah yeah i guess so. i don't think I those were men a little bit there yeah, yeah no, that those, wasn't yeah, mankind i don't think yeah no there's there's some weird weird stuff <laughs> yeah. going on there we're going um outer spacey yeah uh yeah no i i liked i liked a couple of them a, a few of them were just kind of like i don't know I, like they were just dumb for like kids sakes yeah and uh i really liked the void yes the void was cool cool powers um, like yeah portal. she she, portal she was cool um I didn't quite understand her power. It felt like she could have done it, like done things way easier at times. Like when when Elastigirl's trying to get on the plane, it was like, why don't you just? Why does she have to like jump up there? Why don't you just make a portal right in front of her and <laughs> yeah. then she'll be there? Yeah. Instead of like her just like falling all over the place. Well, then eventually she is like, what am I doing? And just portals herself into the ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I didn't yeah. get it. I, I, I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> the uh the the crusher. At the yeah. end, when he's like, "Can you uncrush?" and the crusher's just like, "Would you? What, what would I say to you after you punch someone? Can you unpunch?" Yeah, he's like, like oh "No, can I uncrush? Why uncrush? <laughs> like, what is this guy Thor or uh, Hulk?" <laughs> um, I wanted to talk. Uh, one thing stuck out that Mister Incredible was kind of a dick in this movie. He mm-hmm. he basically hates anytime she gets the limelight and doesn't is never happy with any of her success. Like, I understand he's stuck at home with a baby, but he was very selfish, this movie. And I was like, yeah, don't, he was. don't teach kids about this. Like, women can do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, yeah, he was. And I, I figured they would probably do a little bit more with, uh, you know, him and her, you know, fighting or his jealousy at least a little bit. But I guess, I don't know, he yeah. was too consumed with the family life. Yeah. He did eventually suck it up. He didn't, he did. like, tell her that yeah. he was, you know, struggling. He figured it out. Mm-hmm. Barely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so Jack-Jack, if they make Incredibles 3 and there's actually a time hop or difference, like, he's incredibly overpowered. What are they going to do with this guy? Like, I have no idea. He could beat any villain ever. Like, yeah. how are they going to nerf his powers? Like, he's, he's, he's got every power ever at random, it seems. Yeah, I, I, I have no do? idea. I don't know if they will do a time jump, though. It feels like they don't want to lose that the, oh, the baby right. humor, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's Although, true. I don't know. I don't know if it'll continue being funny now that we've already seen it in a movie. Yeah, that's true. Maybe more like adolescent instead of baby yeah. would be funny. Yeah. Like terrible twos or 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 later. Yeah. Just trying to figure it out. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know. Um Um so I really liked the scene at the diner where the dad's like, "Oh, this water's really really good. Is this a is this spring water?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." I mean, I think it's tap, but he's like, that's really good. And it's just like awkwardly trying to get them to interact, and the water just shoots out of her nose. Oh my I god! Think they got the water shot laugh. out of her nose. Yeah. Everyone died. Yeah. I that was like the first time that I like audibly laughed, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, that that killed me. Speaking of laughers, <clears throat> did you get clappers? Because when that boat came to a screeching halt after like the guy de-iced it and everybody kind of yeah. worked together. The whole theater erupted, and I was just cringing what? so hard. I'm like, this is not a damn Taylor Swift concert. Hold oh your applause, God. please. No, I did not get that. You got no that clappers? I had no. clappers in the first act on the, the train scene. Oh, my not God. Not as big, but I'm like, stop clapping. What the hell? Who are these people? Um, I did have – I had, a, I had like, a father and his, like, tiny son – um, who had to be like two, three years old, maybe, um, that he had brought with. And the kid was fine for the most part. Um, but then he was like eating Cheerios or something. And then like, it was about like oh, a half yeah. hour from the end. And he's like, starts like making like the spitting noise or like, he like, he's going to throw up oh, and he's no. sitting on his dad's lap. And like his dad holds out his hand and I was like, Oh my God, is oh, he about no. to throw up into his hand. And then the kid just like spits a bunch of shit into the, into oh. his dad's hand. And then I was like, oh, like, take your son out of here. Like, go do something with him right now. And then, like, from that moment on, the son, like, couldn't sit still and was like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Oh, what a brat. And the dad, and the dad was like, quiet, stop. Like, quiet, do son. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he kept doing that. And then they, like, got up and, like, walked in the hallway. And this was, like, with, like, ten minutes left. 
and then like then they like walked back and then sat down again and then the kid was just like sitting there like unruly and like you you always have weird movie theater experiences every podcast you got some weird guy hacking next to you or something (laughs) nothing yeah nothing has compared to uh to the infinity war guy though oh yeah yeah (laughs) it smelled like mustard and old man and was like licking his gums <laughs> yeah, no, nothing, nothing is compared to that yet. Um, I got a couple more things. Did you notice that Elastic Girl was faking hypoxia up, up there, and she wasn't actually getting disoriented? Because I read this, I didn't notice that, but she was a, has pilot skills from uh, Incredibles mm-hmm. One, so she's she's fine way up in the air, and I think she was faking that to like get to the villain. I didn't notice that, but um, somebody pointed it out, and I was like, oh, no, good touch. I, I thought I thought she was faking at first, but then. Like, she did to get close, and she didn't do anything. She had to shoot the flare gun to do something. But then she was, like, fine right after she shot the flare gun. So, I don't know. Because I was I think a little confused it. by that. Yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. But it feels like she could have, you know. And then I saw another comment, which was hilarious. So, the whole impotence, or the whole... What is the word I'm thinking of? The whole reason the uh, villain is... Her, her motive is because yeah. her parents got killed. Because the dad wanted to call the supers, and the mom wanted to go to the, the safe room. Yeah. Why weren't the phones just in the safe room? <laughs> Too far away, man. Too oh far away. Landlines in the 50s. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I do wish that we had a little bit more of uh, Bob Odenkirk as well. Same. Just like the two of them would have been nice to have, obviously, like more of the villain, but then also more of Bob Odenkirk too, because, I don't know, he was obviously like the fake-out villain, yep. and th- that was like all he was. He didn't really serve another purpose other than that. Also, he was essentially photorealistic. That looked exactly yeah. like him, and it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did they use, like, motion facial capture? Because that was Bob yeah. Odenkirk, and it was incredible. I love the difference in, um, like, how big certain people's legs are, yeah. certain characters' legs are. One, Elastigirl is dumb thick. She is and, thick. Ooh, and, baby. But then, but then, like, Mr. Incredible has, like... Like, he doesn't have, like, super thin legs, but he's, like, gigantic on top and then, like, thin legs on bottom. And there's other characters that have, like, sticks, like, literally two centimeter wide, like, limbs. And it's just, like, what are what are the what are the characteristics of these? Like, what are the measurements on this? Yeah, looking at Mr. Incredible next to Edna Mode is hilarious. <laughs> Jack-Jack is about Edna Mode's height. <laughs> like, what is going on here? I do love that they always give... Uh, they always gave Mr. Incredible, like, small, like, even smaller stuff to, like, use. Like, his his notepad that he was using when he was originally helping Dash with his math homework mm-hmm. was tiny, yeah. even compared to, like, Dash's notebook. Yeah. It was just, like, he is always using, like, all this tiny shit as opposed to just using normal-sized stuff. So it looks even more ridiculous because he's gigantic. I also love the dig at Common Core Math. <laughs> like, why are they redoing yeah. math? Math <laughs> is math. And, like, I haven't investigated or tried to learn Common Core math, but yeah, that's my exact thought as well. Like, but it's math. Yeah. Why? It's math. <laughs> you can't change it. It's math. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the scene where she goes, where she tracks, you know, the screenslaver. Creepy. That was creepy when he was just, like, waiting. Yeah. Or like the, I guess, yeah. I saw him just, in like, the corner waiting, in the waiting when she's yeah. unlocking the door. It was creepy. Yeah, that was frightening. I was, like, kind of worried for, like, the kids. I thought I was like, oh, no, the kids are about to start crying at this well, scene. yeah, I'm almost surprised they literally showed the gun muzzle flash when the parents got shot, too. Yeah, I, I like, know. What the hell? Yeah, there was, there was, some, yeah, there was some intense stuff going on. And the, yeah, that almost entire scene Almost had a raccoon like, lit on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so dark. So dark. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, outside of, like, the, the seizure-inducing um, flashing lights... I did really like that fight scene. It was like kind of intense, and I liked sort of like the chasing of it. And then uh, I think my I thought there was going to be some sort of fallout from the bomb going off, but nothing happened there. So. Oh yeah, there were people in that building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my favorite action scene was her on the bike. That was so cool. Just just her like she was like at one point grinding on the side of a building and yeah. stuff, jumping off billboards. That was really cool. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of like the sweet. Uh, by motorcycle scenes in Tron and stuff. It was really awesome. Oh yes, good call, good call. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything else that I can uh, think of. I don't either. I think um, with the the ticket sales here and the underperformance of Solo recently, that I think number three will get fast tracked, and we won't have to wait another fourteen, fifteen years. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, definitely. 
Um, yeah, I, I could see that. Maybe Brad Bird will get maybe another shot at like a real live action movie again. Yeah. It's just in, it's incredible like what he does with this and like how he's kind of flamed out with the live action stuff. Although he did direct Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible Which Ghost Protocol, I and that love. was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, um, tiny bit of trivia. Yep. Did you know that Brad Bird voices Edna Mode? What? <laughs> yeah. No way. I had no idea, but I was looking oh up God. casting and because I, I was trying to figure out who voiced the girl. It's like, oh my God, Brad Bird's out of mode. That's hilarious. Also, <laughs> um, the guy from Better Call Saul, um, Jonathan Banks, was Rick mm-hmm. Dicker, the like the guy who erases the kid's oh, mind. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's, what's his face? Mike from Breaking huh. Bad slash Better Call Saul. Nice. Huh. Interesting. So, 94% critics, 89% audience rotten tomato i got a minus you're there as a well minus yep yeah pretty good movie worth your money definitely i i get if it i would watch it again right now it was a lot of fun yeah. yeah yep all right uh thank you for listening next week we'll be back with jurassic world i think it's jurassic world i think it's time next week yeah. yeah i think i think that's what's going on um i did actually see tag as well if you guys i'll get i'll give my grade for tag uh it's a solid B B minus. Really? It's got your I boy was, in it too? I was surprised. No, no, it was funnier than I thought. It's just like one of those movies where like the audience that you're with can be like where they overreact to certain things and laugh t- at too many jokes mm. and like make you like think that like every joke is super funny. Like the things that I laughed the most were the war were the like the darker there is one really dark joke that uh, Jake Johnson, the guy from New Girl, makes at one point, and I was like almost in tears, and no one else was laughing. <laughs> Just went um, over their heads. Yeah, there was a there was a couple sitting right next to me, and uh, Isla Fisher's character is like kind of like intense in this movie at times. Like she gets like overly competitive. Yeah, and like it's not a good trait to have. They show it as her being crazy, and the girl in this couple kept every single line. She was like, "Oh my god, that's so me. That's me. <laughs> oh my god, babe, that is me. Babe. No way, that's me." I was like. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying this to watch our movie. Isn't you. Uh, yeah. Do you go to Regal Cinemas on that same note? Uh, no. Well, actually, when you saw Solo with me, I think of that every time, like, shut up, when they do that, hey, we're from Regal, and this is our student movie, and it's just a bunch <laughs> of people in a library, and they're like, hey, do you want to go see a movie? And some girl's like, I'd go see a movie. This popcorn would go really great with this Coke. I would see a movie, and people are, like, shouting. I, kept ex- I keep expecting someone to say, hey. Shut the fuck up. It's a library, <laughs> but they never do. All right. We got to get out of here. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Remember to uh, subscribe and review and share and comment on like on whatever podcast platform, listening platform you use or on, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, and uh, remember, tune in next week. Bye.